Hello and welcome to another episode of the Awkward Turtle Ask So You Don't Have To. I'm Josie, your Awkward Turtle host, and each episode I invite two super talented humans to join me to deep dive into one of life's all important questions, such as whether pineapples on pizza is an insult to pizzas everywhere, or it's a match made in tropical heaven. So let's get to it. My first guest is a comedian, a podcast creator slash host, and an actor with an impressive CV of critically acclaimed sold-out comedy festival shows and plenty of TV appearances, including Network 10's Have You Been Paying Attention and ABC's award-winning Utopia. Oh, did I mention he's the 2018 Logie recipient for the Graham Kennedy Award for Most Popular New Talent? Please welcome Hirok Jaisinger! Yay! Can you say that a bit louder? There are more people that didn't want... My loudspeaker yeah. is yeah. yeah. Logie recipient in yeah. the house. We're in uh, the Emporium uh, Food Court, Emporium in Melbourne, and there's a lot of uh, people around us, and I love it. Please, <laughs> I love the attention. Also, after we introduce our next guest, I would love to know what the difference between podcast creator and podcast uh, host is, because I'd like I, to think that there's every host is the creator. See if I can nail right. it. Right, let's, let's, the pressure's on for your next guest now. Also Howdy. joining me is an award-winning comedian, a TV and radio host yes. with a long list of incredible comedy shows under his belt, including the very popular Josh Earl versus the Australian Women's Weekly Children's Birthday Cake Book. He's also known as the brilliant mastermind behind and host of one of the funniest and popular podcasts, yep. Don't You Know Who I Am? Please welcome Josh Earl. Thank Yay. you. Thanks. The mastermind. Thanks. I am. Not, yeah, not not creator. You're the mastermind. Yeah, I so feel like somehow Fitbit Pod just got downgraded. Well, I because ca- it's not a masterful. I came podcast. up with the idea, but then I sent my assistant to create it. Right, 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 right. right, right, right. So, <laughs> so, welcome to you both. Thank you so and much for having us. Before we start, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the podcast before. So, just to all my listeners out there, I just wanted to say that these two, they are my podcast mentors. Um, when I first started, I had like a billion questions and had absolutely no idea how to go about starting this. And they have been super supportive and patient with all my questions. So I'm beyond excited to have them both on the same episode. And I just really hope that I'm not going to stuff this up. And ah, well, that's it. You, <laughs> I think you only asked us like two questions. So it wasn't that much of an out of our time yeah. to go, oh yeah, we'll answer these questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, And also it's more like if you f- should feel safer in any other environment, it should be right now, given that if you feel like we encouraged you at the start, we're not going to now suddenly start poo-pooing yeah. it going with the, on the one that we're on, going, oh, you know what, we were wrong, we take it all back, you know what, let's just uh, let's just call it, let's just leave now. No, but, no you guys really helped me You're most welcome. forward to do this, because, I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm a massive introvert, and I'm oh, terrible at small talks. Right. So, the, one of the reasons I'm pushing myself to do this is to get people that I may or may not know, and just do really random chats. So, so dude, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm really good at small talk, no good at anything that's bigger. See, right. I well, well yeah. I, I think I understand. <laughs> I understand what small talk is. Yeah. What does What do you mean by big? As in deeper? Deeper stuff. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Just, right. Like, and it's the bane of my wife's existence because I'm always ah. trying to fix. She'll tell me how she's feeling. I'll try and fix find it. a solution. She just wants like, you no, to no, listen. Just listen. And right. Just hear me out. I'm like, that's All right. So there's two things. First thing I will say is that um, I only just found out like the, uh, an easier definition for what introverted and extroverted is. I think people oh, yeah. use it incorrectly. Yeah. An extrovert is someone who 
uh, gets energy from uh, people and crowds, and an introvert is one that can lose energy when there's a yeah. crowd. So that sort of gives a lot more context to say a stand-up comedian uh, in the nature of the job is an extrovert because yeah. the bigger the crowd, the more you're able to perform, right? Um, but then at the same time, what I did realize in terms of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, I always like to remind myself that when I first started doing stand-up, I had a fear of public speaking and I would sweat and shake every time yeah. I'd perform. So it's that thing of going, yeah, the more you push yourself out of the comfort zone, if your reasons for wanting to push it are, you know, like a higher reason than the pain that you go through as you're doing it then you will push through those pains if that makes sense like it's like you need the right motivation to push yourself out of the comfort zone because I don't want to do things that I don't give a shit about like I'm very uncomfortable with the idea of whitewater rafting because I don't have any reason to do it I don't care it just sounds too scary but if there was a real reason where, oh my God, I need to, you know, save, no, I need to get a million dollars at the end of this white water yeah. rafting, then I might do it. <laughs> well, white water rafting, the end result is you're no longer white water rafting. Right, right, Whereas right. with comedy, the end result is I get to do comedy again and do more gigs. So right. that's why yes. the motivation is yes. different. Yeah, you get to do it and you get to do something you, like for me personally, was something I always wanted to do. Yeah. Whereas white water rafting, I don't give a shit about it. I don't want to push myself out of my comfort zone about things that I don't want. So what I was going to ask you in terms of your introversy, what uh, made you sort of make this decision that you want to try and push yourself more now at this point you know how old are you for starters I'm I just turned 30 okay because yeah. uh, I'm always I guess I'm just sick of people telling me that I'm so quiet yeah oh, interesting um, if I show you my report cards from like primary school all the way through year 12 mm. the first sentence is always Josie has been very quiet like she's, she's right. really good student were you, were you quite a achiever um, I, I'm an average no, because because Beck, my wife, was always the quiet achiever, and she hates it as well. She's like, no, it's just because you were rude and didn't talk to me. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think from memory, I think it just says, you know, Josie's a quiet person. She needs to put her hand up to answer more questions. But I'm like, well, for one, I don't know the answer. That's yeah. why I'm not putting my hand up. <laughs> right, 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 right. You can't. <laughs> it's probably because yeah. I don't yeah. want to. And a lot of times, I want to hear what other people want to say. Yeah, right. Before, like, give an opinion right yeah which is a great quality to have that is probably rare to find in the industry that we're in yeah so that yeah so that's kind of well that's kind of one of the reasons and then whenever I'm with friends I have trouble keeping the conversation going oh they're keeping the ball up in there right interesting and if I'm in the car with my friends if I'm sitting at the back I'm just completely silent but you're listening well I'm listening right 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 sleeping or anything yeah 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 you're engaged, but yeah. you're engaged in your own way. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's, and I think that's, yeah. And maybe if that's your reason for starting going, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to keep um, being referred to as the quiet one. Then I can see what you mean by that. But do you have a point where, say, with your family or your siblings or whatever, your older brother, that they wouldn't ever think of you as quiet, or are you still oh. quiet amongst them? Yeah, my family will never think I'm quiet. There yeah. you go. Yeah, so yeah. that's interesting to me because if you were quiet with them as well, that's just your nature. I think that's fine. Yeah. But then it's no, I know that if you're capable of them pushing yourself and being loud, and, yeah. and then yeah, then it's yeah. then it's, it's worthwhile yeah. to try and see how also, you can get that. It also depends on. Um, how well I know the person I'm talking to. Yeah. Um, so if it's really close friends I've known for years, I know where the line is with them. So I can, I know, like I can joke with them and do whatever. But if it's someone that I've only met once or twice, right, I'll be like, oh, I don't know if I should say that. It's funny if I said it to my other friend. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. This Con- person's con- probably gonna take it. Context is key. Yeah. I- 
for me, I don't know how you felt, Josh. For me, I, when I was doing job, in, job interviews and stuff like that for accounting, uh, uh, I'd always nail the interviews. Yeah. I wasn't actually that good, yeah. but because I was able to keep the ball up in there, I was able to be interesting. What I did was basically display a level of going, oh, I want to know more, yeah. and I want this person around. Like you don't, It's almost like a trailer to your life, and that's how I kind of treat dates as well now. I, you know, when I go on first dates, yeah. I'm always like, show the best bits, don't show the worst bits. Get, you know, yeah. you want the trailer to be interesting to make you want to go for date number two, but at the same time, you just can't show bits from other movies. Yeah, that's yeah. the analogy that I'm trying to work on. Is the idea that some people lie on a first date. I'm like, don't do that. No. Just hide the shit bits. Yeah. I think, in fact, it was on your podcast like, well, yeah, you that wore- Will Anderson gave me the advice about because I will. You you tell the story. Which one though? Is the one we where you wore, the, we were, uh, you wore boots? Yes, exactly. So I came to your pod, I recorded about a year ago, yeah. and I was wearing Ugg boots. Because you were going on a date and you thought... Well, then I revealed that, yeah. You need, they need to know the real you. From the day one. Yeah. And we're like, right. no, no. They don't need to know the real you from day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and then I think Will was like jokingly saying, you should lie, you have to literally have to lie. And I was like, yeah, I know what he means by that. You don't. Yeah. You just don't show the shit bits, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, I think, yeah, for me, I'm, I think I'm better at those first few interactions The op- in, in a way the opposite of you Josie because I do enjoy the thrill of seeing exciting the first few times like I think that's the thing with comedy as well yeah. we manage to create that excitement early on but then after third or fourth visit when you go ah it's yeah he's not that interesting <laughs> yeah. do you have people that have seen you perform and then d- you go on dates with them or is yeah. it all yeah uh, so no, that's, the majority that's, majority for me is off tinder yeah where i you know they might have context to me sometimes they don't but after gigs i find that there's not many people that necessarily like that's not a thing that i'm good yeah. at being able to meet people after shows yeah i think it's because uh you know what a comedy nerd i am and i'd rather hang out with the other comedians at that point than you know necessarily yeah. stand and, yeah. try and pick up girls or anything like that yeah i hate the after after the gig talk because my head's not listening to anyone. My head is going, okay, what did I do wrong there? Mm. How am I going to fix it? Right, right. Yeah. You do the post-mortem of yeah. the gig. Yeah, and it yeah. takes me two hours to get out of that. Right, interesting. Yes. How are you, what, what are you uh, in terms of your dating status? Are you uh, single? Are you single? And do you do the, the dating um, thing? So I... I've stopped using Tinder. Oh, you um, were on Tinder at some point? Yeah, I was on Tinder, but right. I'm not anymore. So how did you go on first dates? Did you ever end up making uh, dates? I've, I've, uh, I've only really been on one date from Tinder. Right. Um, it was a friend of a friend. Oh, okay. We, we matched on, on Tinder. Tinder. Right, right. Um, we went to a night market. Um, Victor and, and I'm like one of my favorite places to go on a f- Wednesday at 5 p.m. because that's when, that's when it opens no and no one's there. Because <laughs> my office is right next to uh, Peel Street. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, I shouldn't go. I guess it's on Leicester Street. Leicester Street, yeah. right? Up. So for me, after work five, head down there, no line. So it was perfect. How are um, we not across to each other there? I'm always there at the ribs place. Oh, <laughs> if, oh God. I've just given everyone a timestamp <laughs> if they ever want to hunt me down. 5 p.m. on a Wednesday during summer at the ribs place. Um, <laughs> but which rib place? That's oh. the question, yeah. Um, but no, like, because this is a good kind of segue back to when I say I can't really keep the ball rolling in a conversation. Cause mm. The guy was worse. Like, he's super nice. I don't want right. to. Yeah, yeah, you don't anyone. want to call him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but he. Every time I try to start a conversation, it's like, you know, how was your weekend? Things like that. Right. He's like, good. I'm like, okay. Carry, like, my weekend was great. And like, I try to say, you know, what I've yeah. done and go, oh, do you like doing that? And he's been just giving like very short answers. Yeah, right. Um, I did get two free beers. Yeah, oh. no, that's always a win. That's, that's a win that guys, uh, you know, we don't get on first dates. Like at a, on a bad date, at a minimum, a girl might get, uh, you know, like a meal or a drink or something like that. 
Uh, that's one thing that we don't get, which is I'm fine with because I guess, you know, I'm okay with it. Um, I, I understand the dynamic of society, the way things have set up. I'm just so glad I'm, I'm not happily <laughs> married yeah. and has not been on a there was no first date for 15 years. And even your current wife, or wife, My I should wife. say current wife, yeah. <laughs> where did you guys meet? It was not even necessary. It was a party. No, we had a party. We're the, yeah. only, we're the only friends who didn't know the rest of the group. Yeah. And so, yeah, and they all kind of all friends from uni from Canberra who'd moved down to Melbourne, mm. and it was the first time they'd seen each other for a while. So, and then I and me and yeah. Beck were kind of left on the outside. Going, oh, all right, well, we'll and then talk. turns out you guys were in- we lived very close to each other, so we yeah. got to walk home with each That's other. Lovely. It was nice. So you never had a first date date. Well, we did go on a first date date. Well, in but terms of the, it wasn't a oh, I don't know you. Yeah, and that's, yeah, 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 it's yeah, always yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I treat first dates like a gig. I just do crowd work. At yeah. the time. <laughs> well, then Beck, thought, Beck thought I was gay because I was introduced as oh, this is Justin and Josh. And she just assumed that, oh, Justin and Josh are together. Ah, and so she was very, she dropped a guard and was very open with me at the start. Right. And then, and I, yeah. She said it was about half hour when I mentioned that I moved to Melbourne because I just Loved. had had a, yeah, had a big breakup. And she goes, oh, and then we talked about our breakups. And then she realized my, my. Right. My partner yeah, was female. Was a girl. Right. Right. Interesting. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. First dates and nightmares, but also it can be fun. I've, uh, in fact, we was talking to someone just last night about the, the idea of dating and why I'm enjoying it now is because the stakes are so low for me because of Tinder means that just because something doesn't work out doesn't mean that it's like I'm going to die alone necessarily, yep. but yeah. also it's a really fun way to learn something. Like genuinely, almost every day now I give myself the challenge to learn something either about, you know, a, a, a book, a movie or a song that yeah. they might be really into that I never even heard of, uh, a, a, a hobby, an activity, like someone once first introduced me to the idea of uh, flotation tanks, they swore yeah. by it and I decided to look into it and I was like, I love it. Or even about yourself. Like I had yeah. someone once called me about something about how like, you know, I'm so close to my parents, my mom, dad and my brother uh, because I feel in a way I've outsourced bits of relationships to different characters in my life and it's just like well if the three of them die I have like this big chunk of my you know self that's just gone in the yeah. one go and I went oh yeah I've been leaning too much on them so it's like that to get that on a first date that's awesome yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you also learn about personal boundaries that, that is a perfect segue to oh, uh, like part one okay. um, the podcast which is um, before we jump into the lives important questions we're going to mm. do a little bit of a warm up Q&A um, where we get to bond a little and get to know each other a bit better and maybe discover something about ourselves that we didn't know before. Nice. Um, the way we're going to do this is I have a pack of laminated cards that I use with my new laminator. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, with a bunch of weird outside the box and extremely random questions. We're going to pick one each and we're going to take turns to read the question, mm-hmm. but we're going to answer all the questions together. Yeah, great. Follow. So, um, pick a card. You your names are your buzzers. Uh, yeah. You can't buzz in first. Sorry, I've just listened to a lot of Don't You Know Who I Am. <laughs> are they shuffled? Uh, I shuffled them, but All you right. can feel free to shuffle them again. All right, we go one by one. Or first? Uh, yeah. Josh, right, Josh. Okay. In your next life, you'd want to come back as... Ooh, interesting. Ah, uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. I <laughs> No, because I'll tell you this. He's the only one that at least on the outside, doesn't look like things were ever that bad for him. And oh, he will yeah. admit in himself, like his family yeah. life was great. You look at the great comedians like, um, you know, Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy, yeah. they always had childhood struggles, poverty, yeah. you know, Kevin Hart, uh, you know, was just a drug cook, you know, um, drug addicted dad. There's always a lot of pain in all the brilliant comedians. And Jerry Seinfeld seems to go on those, oh yeah, I had a happy you know, life and they seem to be quite well to do from the get-go and he just worked his ass off and just gave him Richer and richer, so I don't know. Maybe that's my 
That's the one I feel like I lean towards. Because right. even, say, someone like, I look at him as purely from the point of view of going, he's so successful, in, quote unquote, because now he just gets to do what he feels like doing. Yeah. So if he wants to do stand up tours, he can. If he wants to invite his mate and drive in a car, he can. And that's, I feel like, an ultimate level of success. So you're not even going to go contemplate, you can come back as an animal? No, not a human. No, I feel like uh, I love being a human. We're like, you know. Would you want to fly? Yeah, I'll get to my private jet plane like Jerry Seinfeld does. That's true, yeah. He's, he'd have enough money to buy the buy a rocket he'd pack. <laughs> the only reason he hasn't done it is he's just too busy gigging at the cellar. Yeah. <laughs> Josie, who would you come back as? Who um, you want to come back as? I like to think I've already come up with an answer, but I haven't. I'd actually like to come back as a dog if I, I know that I'm in a good home. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's some sad dogs out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. only if I know that I'll be at... Well, that's it. This is our freedom. Do you, you have pets? I have two dogs. Two dogs. One of them's already passed by that Did you... And it stop me if it's too personal. Did you get it put down or did it die? Uh, she actually died in my arms. Yeah. She had a heart condition. Um, so, it was at home and everything. Yeah. So, my cat is quite old. Yeah. And today we were talking about it's going to be sad when it... We have yeah. to when it dies because the boys will be really upset about it. We'll be upset, but the boys will be upset. And I was like, I think hopefully we get to put it down so we can actually say a proper goodbye and we're not just walking, walking home, home and, and it's, it. oh, and it's then we've yeah. got to deal with the wrapping it up and taking it to the bed. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm if always, you knew the cat was coming back as Seinfeld, you'd be fine. Oh, I'd be like, Billy's had a great life and <laughs> I can't wait to see the next stand up session. What's the deal with her in your mouth? <laughs> I would come, I was thinking a lot broader. Yeah. Come back a foot taller. Ah, interesting. Oh, so you ah. like your current situation. You yeah, your life I, can, just... I can fly fine, but yeah. I just would like to know what it's like to be a foot taller. Because you're a big uh, fan of basketball. Yeah. You play basketball yeah, oh, as like a if kid. I, if, I was six, if I was LeBron James, yeah. life would be a lot easier. No, right. Uh, <laughs> but it would just be an interesting way to go just to have that confidence of a, of a taller six, person. Six foot seven dude. Six foot seven. See, well, I wonder what. Seven, so I know, but I feel like there's, six, a, there's, eight, a, six, nine. there's a tipping point where it becomes a hindrance, surely, after oh, a certain yeah. point, like yeah. the two by flying and things like that. Well, there is a thing that if you're over seven foot, you've got a 10% chance of playing in the NBA in America. If you're a seven foot American, one in 10 chance of NBA, the elite being level. in the NBA. Wow. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And so as someone who loves basketball and played basketball, yep. um, that definitely seems makes a logical step for you to want to. Yeah. 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 That's I think a good one. That's, that's I should call that. Just taller. Yeah, you want to be tall. Because you, you're, you're taller than me. I'm only five yeah. foot one and three quarters. And I've been that height since year nine. So. Oh, yeah. so I, I was a late, like, I got my growth spurt going in from year 10 to year 11, which was yeah. going to a different school as well. So it was like, I was still short, but yeah. people at the new school didn't realize I'd grown a lot over that summer. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. You got two sons. Are they showing yeah. any signs of whether they're taller or shorter? They'll be short. They're so yeah. much shorter than everyone else in their class or their right. daycare at yeah. the same age. And, uh, what advice are you giving them in terms of prepping them for life of being a shot? Good things come in small packages. Right. Is what they can deal with. And Spider-Man is short. And that's ah. a good one for kids because it's like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man. Like, he can, yeah. yeah. So, right. that's, okay. That's, that's how I'm doing with Henry. I'll good use one. that for my nephew. Yeah. But he... He's only four, but at the moment he has a height of a five, six-year-old. Yep. But I don't know whether it's an early growth and he's going to plateau earlier. Yeah. yeah. So, Why have you already decided he's going to be short? My brother's not that tall. <laughs> <laughs> but he could be. Like, my mum, I'm just under six feet and my mum's yeah. four foot ten. Yeah. So, you know, you just never know. You might but your dad's seven foot two. So. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard that kind of myth that if you play basketball, you'll grow? Yes. Yeah. Yes. My my mom's doctor said send him to my basketball, he will grow that. tall. 
Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, we come from, just, a, it's <laughs> from a South it's Asian. Yeah. <laughs> it's an Asian thing, yeah. I reckon. Because so um, my auntie... Yao Ming just must have played all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my auntie have been complaining to me that, you know, that was like two years ago, and she's like, you should have played basketball like your brother, and you... You would have been jealous. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, no, 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 I played, I just didn't grow for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Alan Iverson never heard yeah. that advice. <laughs> How old was he? He was an NBA player, but he was one of the shorter ones, right? He was, he was just six foot. Just six foot, compared to the ones compared, he was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. There's an Iverson documentary on uh, Netflix. Yeah. Have you watched it yet? Yes. Is it good? It's okay, but I already knew. There's nothing else. Uh, I didn't okay, learn see, anything from it. See, I don't know. I know. Yeah. I know Iverson through a, a video game I used to play, yeah. and he used to have some of the sicker moves. There's, so the, there's a better one. Um, there's one on LeBron right. High School. On Netflix? Netflix? On Netflix, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Really, I can't remember what it's called. But oh, okay. That's okay, a really cool. good one. Yeah, all right. Which team do you go for? I go for the Celtics. Wow. And we're having a very frustrating season this year because we're meant to be great and we've just got too many good players and not everyone wants the ball and it's not good. Yeah. So Hawthorne 2009-2010 in the NFL. Pretty because much. a lot of stars but not a star team. Yeah. yeah. Lopoch, Sam Mitchell, Jordan great Lewis, coach. Cyril Lugrioli. Yeah. 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 But just not a, nothing got, clicking. We've got one good player who broke his leg last year and came back and he's just lost that confidence of yeah. going in there and actually doing what he can do because yes. he just doesn't trust his body. Terrible. But the coach has really invested in him so he's giving him like 30 minutes a game and mm. saying, like, get him off and get one of the yeah. young guys on. Get Tatum on. Anyway. Uh, and Dil, do you, do you follow basketball? Not as much as I would like. I would like to be able to keep up conversations at some green rooms <laughs> and comedy clubs. That's the only reason I want to know more about basketball. Dave Thornton, Burton Kelly and I are yeah. thinking of starting a podcast. Every time we talk, we're like, well, this should be the podcast. I'm I like, will listen to it. There's enough, are you a basketball fan or you just love podcasts? Do you have a team? Uh, uh, first. Oh, I, I went for the first as a kid because I like David Robinson. Yeah, I used to go for Lakers and then they kind of just went yeah was, they were on like really top and then just went just yeah. plummet and I'm like oh I want to but yeah. watching the games is not exciting so I'm like I need to find the team that's. Yeah. here's something I want to ask you Josie just then now if Josh didn't throw to you what is your team or who do you follow you know how you asked him would you have just let the conversation go to the next topic or would you then take initiative and try and say, oh, by the well, way, I go for this cause, first? Because I asked him which team yeah. he go for. And I he, was, say I he, was, yeah, and say I was he gonna, didn't? Ah. If he then, didn't set you up, would you have volunteered that information? I would. Yeah, yeah right. I would. Good. So I think that's the way. Like, that's something I learned through all this is um, even if someone haven't asked for mm. some information, like mm. it's your it's your own facts that like, you can give it. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's within the conversation. Yeah. Obviously, if it's something like hygienic and per- mm. like, extremely personal, then maybe not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if it's a doctor, it's all right. Yeah. You, are, you should probably share those <laughs> things with your doctor. But I find, yeah, it is interesting how, uh, yeah, there's little things that we do, again, going back to comedy with crowd work. One of the things you do is you try and ask questions that you know at a, mini- at a very minimum. If it goes nowhere, you've got something to yeah. Yeah. that's connected to the chat to, to bring it back yeah. up again. So it's always good to have, if you're going to ask a question, almost keep it loaded mm. to kind of yeah. go, oh, well, if this doesn't go anywhere, I've got a story off the back of this. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, all of the questions that I've kind of typed out, mm. um, I haven't thought of an answer for all of them, but I when I'm typing, I'm like, I know where I can go with it. So yeah, right. At least if for any reason I have very quiet guests, then I can start yeah. the convo and then hopefully get them rolling. Right. Um, which has happened before, so yeah, yeah, nice one. I'm slowly learning the whole small talk thing. Awesome. Awesome. Should I go to the next question? Question is, if you run away to join the circus, what act would you do? Oh, okay. Uh, you go. Oh, uh, I had... We had that question on my first episode. Um, do you want to do a different one? 
Oh, that's all right. No, I, I, because I want to, because I've done it, but like you guys haven't. So I don't know. What was the answer you gave them? Uh, I said I want to be a clown because I want to figure out how all those clown paintings will have. Ah, I can tell you. The, oh. There's a hole at the bottom of the car that they uh, then ah. gets goes into a trapdoor yes. that falls in under the the circus the floor. So yeah. it looks like they're all stacking oh. in. Really? Yeah. Oh, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I just Spoiler. I felt like I just said that you but, know right, Santa Claus that. fucks the tooth fairy. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to live in a hole? Great. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what would I do? I think I would be on the trapeze. That would, that seems cool. Seems dangerous and cool. You don't have to do much. Just swing back and yes. forth. Do a flip, catch someone's legs, and right. then, then you bow and you're so, off. Yeah, so the one that um, Robin well, the, from Batman, like the whole family died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to be the Graysons. Yeah, but the, but the clowns have to come out all the time while they set up the yeah. next thing. You're working too much. Yeah, just and do, plus, your, do your one job, go. Plus, my uh, my attention seeking neediness is annoyed that they're wearing makeup. Ah. I want people to know oh, I'm crushing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I, if, if, again, in this hypothetical where presumably everything goes well, like, you know, yeah. you have a career that works out okay I would love to be like the lion tamer like how oh. awesome would you be able to be in control yeah. of such beastly having said but that I just realised it's a lot of animal cruelty as well well that's what I'm saying circus these days you'd be looking for work because there's not that many circuses who have animals right, so yeah. right right you'd be have a pigeon just fly from one arm <laughs> to the other Your Joe I wouldn't want the contortionist oh uh, yeah because travelling around you'd always be in the back they go oh you can fit in the back <laughs> <laughs> Just maneuver them like yeah. an electrician. Yeah. 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 You, 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 you never get in the front seat. No, yeah. matter, no matter how sore your back is, you're going to fit the back. Well, but maybe arguably your back is never sore because it's so, like, you no, know, flexed. Their, their bodies are wrecked. Oh, I reckon. Yeah. But right. that can't be healthy. Yeah. Sure, maybe, not, but like, maybe there's a lot I don't of know. stretching. Uh, you know, write us in. Let us know if you're yeah. a contortionist. <laughs> I I thought about trapeze, but I am petrified of heights. Ah, a lot. See, heights don't worry me. The, I, I, I would say again with the high wire axe there's always a net yeah. right yeah. so I think at the very least if you that bomb would be fun. you get yeah. that safety net yeah. uh, maybe if I was being honest if I had to pick it'll be the ring the, the MC the announcer like yeah. Oh, yeah. welcome to the I want to be Hugh Jackman from The Greatest Showman I was just about to say yeah. you get to wear the ring I'm like let's see if this works let's see I'm going to just jump into my Spotify and have a most look. recently played ooh number number four Good that's voice. not too bad it's a fourth uh, the fourth uh, album on my Spotify let's was the Greatest Same. Showman soundtrack. But it's not just any Greatest Showman show, it's like a reimagined version where Pink oh, sings some zone, Panic like, at the Disco. I think Pink sings it with her daughter. Like the, oh, is it? Yeah, so the look, one with the little I got, I got My Little Pony. Uh, <laughs> Howdy. I'm Queen, Nicki Minaj. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. you tell where I, I my Spotify starts and yeah. uh, I have well, the kids. I want to go to Recently Played. So Recently Played, we have Kids List, okay? Oh, recently Played. Which has got a bit of Michael Jackson in there as far as yeah. I can. It's a bit yeah. of reggae. The boys like reggae? No, that's not reggae. I think that it's is... It's red, black, oh, red, gold, and green. A tripod quest. That's oh, okay. hip-hop. Right. Art Brood, Joan Jett, Noel, Noel Fielding. Noel Idols. Fielding? Does he do music? Noel Fielding, Noel yeah. Gallagher, sorry. All uh, right, I was like, the Mighty Bush. He's a comedian. Are you on yeah. Spotify, Josie, or we uh, can't go no. into it because the app's recording the uh, episode? No, you can, but I don't have to, but like, I can uh. just tell you that I've been listening to Queen non-stop. So. Uh, ah, have right, you seen right. the film? I have. Did you have. like it? I... I knew almost nothing about Freddie Mercury. So oh, was the Indian was part? Okay. Was the Indian part really strange? Because a lot of people didn't realize he had Indian background and having Indian parents. Who didn't know that? Like most people, oh, okay. I know. Most people put it this way. Most people I knew didn't yeah. know that, and it was quite a shock to go. Oh, what? Why has he got Indian parents? That's funny. I haven't but, seen it. So uh, I right. Okay. I I love the shit out of it, and that's because I love you know uh, musical movies, like you know yeah. movies with has like music involved. Yeah. It will really get my tears flowing, and also it's 
Hollywood as fuck. Yeah. So if you're not into that idea of a biopic where they're clearly, you know, saying lines like, you know, this feels like a Bohemian Rhapsody. You know what? No, it doesn't yeah. happen like that. Yeah. But you know what I mean? There's very much a lot of fan service and I loved every... And, and, and so the one I'm looking forward to is the Elton John, Elton John one, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. But also, have you seen the piano ad for, I forget the brand, but it's Elton John. And it's just him playing, um, oh, what is it? Rocket Man? Maybe it's Rocket Man. Uh, it's a little Burning bit funny. Benny and the Jets? No, it starts off, it's a little bit funny. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. It's the one from Blah Woosh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's just that song. This is your song. And, and the, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and then it goes back in time. So him getting younger and younger and younger and younger until Christmas when he was received yeah. a piano as a present. And it's like all about give the gift of music. Yeah. Right. It's two minutes and it's better than most films. Oh, wow. It tells so much of a story. Like, it's just, yeah. So, and you feel like this movie that's about to come out... I think is... it's, suff- it's going to suffer from the fact that this ad is so good. Right. Yeah. That if the movie is like, well, we've seen the ad that tells us all this as well. Like, right. It's, it's, yeah. it's great. If you're Elton John, and because like, the Queen biopic, you know, it's around Freddie Mercury, who is dead now. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. And uh, But if you're Elton John, who is alive, and there's a biopic being made about you, do you want the film to be a success or a failure? Would you... Because no, if he'd, f- he'd be involved. I know financially, he yes. He wanted to be accurate. I think that's probably. His well, what if it's one. what if it's inaccurate? but makes you look good? Yeah, you'd want it to be successful. I, I don't, mean, yeah. he's going to yeah. get royalties from all the songs. Yeah, you're yeah. right. That's a dumb question because in the way I was kind of thinking was like I wanted people. I wonder if people are a bit more like you know I make a movie about me and you know I don't want too many people to know this. Yeah, but side I think with Elton John because he kind of is a bit was a bit lame in terms of um, Candles in the Wind kind of that was like music your mum listened to All right. but before that in the 70s like Tiny Dance and all that he had such great songs Goodbye Yellow Road such yeah. a great album that I think it'll go oh that's right he actually was very cool right. and still is very cool right. if you go back to that stuff right right so you get back like I think it's a good thing for him because then he's back in the conversation yeah. a lot more yeah. it's not just about him and Eminem at apparently, the Grammys in 2000 yeah. well apparently he goes into record stores there's the one in UK I forget what it's called uh, and he will HMB? Buy, no it's like a big big brand one a big big one in JB Hi-Fi it's on JB Hi-Fi <laughs> I feel what it's called but he goes in and just says he goes in once a week and says what's new and buys two copies of everything that's new. Oh, wow. oh. everything. Huh. Right. Just goes in and goes, I'll get it all. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Two copies of each. Two copies. Why so when he, he if he likes it, he can give it to someone. Oh, oh. good on him. He's keeping the music oh. industry alive yeah. single handedly. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't made a David Bowie file pitch. Uh, There's been versions, right? Well, there was. Hang on, let me call Justin Hamilton. There was Velvet Goldmine, which was kind of the yeah. story that it was like too many people in one kind of thing. Yeah. So it was like a. Not not a biopic, but it was like a yeah. fictionalized version of Bowie and Iggy Pop all in together. Right. Yeah. That Michael Stipe was the producer of, and yeah, it was. Who would that you great. cast in a David Bowie biopic? Are you a David Bowie fan? Uh, oh, and this is nice. This is interesting. Song. Let me just confirm. I'm going back to Spotify. I know, damn. The song before <laughs> this, I was about to show. I was about to prove that it was Space Oddity that I was listening to. Yeah. But it has moved to a different song. Hello, Blacks, the man. <laughs> but some, some of his songs I love. Yeah. Some of it is a bit. Too tricky. Oh, yeah. you're never uh, going to be on the shelf now. You're fucked, right? So you, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would cast uh, Eddie Redmayne. Oh yeah, you know, sort yeah, of yeah. like very skinny, yeah. but yeah. kind of like uh, a- a- androgynous. What's the word? Yeah, um, yeah. that's what. What's yeah. he? Because he played a transgender character, yeah, uh, so I feel like girl. yeah. So yeah. he would probably be able to pull it off yeah. really well because he's also kind of 
pretty, but also handsome. I think Kate Blanchett could do it as well. Oh, nailed it. I think you've got it. Yeah. Well, she would... played a great Bob Dylan. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I'm going with Kate Blanchett. Did you know that the Bohemian Met, um, Rhapsody movie? Oh, Tracy Jordan. Movie, they actually didn't do all of, um, Ramin didn't um, sing all the singing. They Fair actually enough. merged it with yeah. um, Freddie's actual voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get right. A blend, which I really like because I'm like, no one can have Freddie's voice. Yeah, so right. You have to have. I'm surprised that he had anything at all. I just assumed it was like voiceover. Not as in, uh, in terms of the um, singing. I just assumed it was an impersonator or whatever. Because in terms of the acting, it's he's so good. Yeah, he was he's spot incredible. on. Incredible. Yeah. Right. Cool, cool. Yes, we did the circus. Uh, all right. Impressions and voices. Who or what can you do a good impression or voice on? I'm terrible at impressions. I'm really bad. Yeah. I can barely speak my own voice. I so can do, do my last. Yeah. <laughs> I can do Bubba from Forrest Gump oh, yeah. when he gets oh. shot. Yes, please. Forrest. That's That's it. That's the one impression I can do. When I, was, I remember when I was in private really, school. I really like, have you ever done that on stage? No. Next time you're doing a trial in line or something like that, just throw it in there and see how, just set it up by saying you're not good at impressions and, yeah. you know, you've only, I would love to see how it goes when, down. When, when I was in primary school, I thought I was really good at doing the, the start of Madonna's uh, Come On Girls, Do You Believe In Love? I thought I was really good and I, because we're doing it in my head, I'm like, wow, that sounds exactly like Madonna. And then I do it to a friend and he's like, it sounds nothing like Madonna, what yeah. are you doing about it? And then I realised, oh, that's right, I'm just thinking of it in my head. In your head. Yeah. I had that with Beatles yesterday. I thought I was nailing it. Yeah. And then I recorded it and I went, oh, jeez, God, oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Don't, don't do that to anyone. Um, I don't think I can do impressions either. I, um, someone said, though, to me that if you're good at, if you're good at musical stuff, if you can like if you've got a good ear for music you'll be good at impressions because it's a lot to do with hearing yeah. the essence of what the sound is rather than the words do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, for example, if you want to have to do a German, J- Jamaican accent and you want to say bacon sandwich you just phonetically say the words beer can sandwich so okay. say beer can sandwich yeah, say it faster bacon sandwich no, like a can of beer and sandwich Beer can sandwich. Yeah, say quicker. Beer can sandwich. <laughs> See how it sounds more? Beer can sandwich, yeah. See, it sounds more Jamaican. Beer can sandwich. Yeah. Beer can sandwich. Beer can. <laughs> but that's what we'll just be writing all that phonetically. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so you find the sound of it rather than what the word actually yeah. is. Do you find that you can do it? What's your best impression of uh, Aussie Bogan? Um, yeah, do you have a... Uh, I don't know if I can do Aussie, but impression of voices, I can do Pikachu. Okay. Um... I've done it before. I can I try first and then oh, you go? Yeah, okay. So it's... <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who Pikachu is. <laughs> no, okay, no, I know. It's, it's Pikachu! Yeah. Okay, how would so, you go? That's it. Ah, yeah, right, okay, right, so, right, right, right. I can do that and I've tried and I can sort of do Goofy's laugh. Oh, okay. But like, only like one sound and that's Please? Yup. Ah, right, 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 right. Yup. Yup. What's the big, uh, the chicken character from... Falcon Legon. Falcon Legon. I said, yeah, I said, oh, yeah, I said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I would love to be able to do impressions. I genuinely wish I had that muscle to be able to do it. Because it's just fun. Like, yeah. going back to, I think we mentioned Dave Thornton and his basketball recent just then in the podcast, but he's so good at impressions. Yeah. yeah. It's just fun to throw to him. Or Xavier Michael Lee is. Yeah. Like, touring with Xavier is one of my favorite things to do because of his improv background. He can't not yes and something. Yeah. And he will just run with the character. Yeah. See, I had Ben Russell on my show yeah. the other week doing both Louis Through and Michael Caine yeah. as they were both two wow. different guests on my show yeah. talking to each other. And right. it was the best just sitting in the room and having Ben set himself up. 
That's that so good. He's almost—he almost sounds like um Stephen Fallon from Family Guy because he mm. has like three boys. Yeah, he does Quagmire, he does Brian, and he does uh, Peter. No, yeah. that's the main one. Has anyone watched Big Mouth, the Netflix? Yeah, I've seen the show. first four episodes. Okay. I like it. It's really good. But Nick Kroll does so many voices, and there's a there's a really great song he does. But, and two of the two of the characters sing it. He's both voices of the character, and there's a live version of him singing it, and it's incredible how he can just switch between the two. Oh wow! But yeah. yeah, but his vein in his forehead is popping majorly. He's oh. obviously going. This is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so instead of like impression voices, have anyone ever said to you that you look like someone? Yeah, I look like uh, Nazim, Walid, and <laughs> <laughs> and Matt O'Kine. <laughs> I had, and this will sound like I'm bragging, but it's true. Okay. I had a woman come to me and say, I look like Jared Leto. Uh, and I didn't know who that was, and at first yeah. I thought it was. Jay Leno <laughs> and I thought she was having a crack at her with a big chin and then she's like no no from and then reeled off his movies like, oh that guy yeah yeah I, I'll, I'll take that it was like he was what was he 30 was seconds it? to Mars yeah some of that so, era and he's a real creep I don't like him but well especially in the most recent creep vibe was when he was playing the Joker oh, in yeah. the Suicide Squad movie apparently he mailed yeah. his yeah. co-stars um, semen and stuff yeah. like that he's a method actor so yeah. he actually becomes that but then there's also there's like crossing limit. that line yeah, 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 yeah. too much yeah you know uh, Anthony Hopkins won best actor for Hannibal Lecter but he didn't go around eating actual humans no. to yeah, try and get exactly. into the role yeah and if, you, if you need to do that to be give a good performance maybe be a better actor yeah, yeah exactly and I mean like Daniel Day-Lewis is another method actor and yeah. he I think the only thing he did when he was filming um, Lincoln was that he would only respond to someone saying yeah. Lincoln um, but he but would also Daniel. keep but he would also stay in character between scenes though yeah. so he had like a higher pitch voice for so the yeah. character he was in My Left Foot too My he? Left yeah, Foot so and he, he would refuse to, to yeah. carry him around which is just like come on man yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. he only did that so he had the closest park to the studio that's why he wanted to <laughs> <laughs> I think he could have actually gotten there anyway but I love the idea that he pretends to be disabled just so that he gets to get better parking that's <laughs> a curb your enthusiasm yeah. sketch like no I'm a method actor I'm doing it. Yeah. There is actually something similar about the um, Larry David gets, uh, you know, someone goes into the disabled toilet because they have a stutter. Yeah. And then he tries to use that later on. Have you seen, speaking of Julia Louis-Dreyfus? I just saw got, just literally about two hours ago. She just got the Twain Award and he yeah. gave a speech just going, can I just say, this is great, but also playing the cancer card, well done. That is a great thing. That's something I would do. He goes, it's a very Larry David yeah. move you've done there. Um, hats off to you. Oh, oh yeah. wow. So great. What a great yeah. moment. No yeah. one has ever said I look like anyone, ex- for, but for some reason, a lot of people have said that I look like someone that's from Thailand. Right. So the, I would say you look like a lot of Asian people because you all of you look Short alike to me. Glasses, black hair. <laughs> we all look alike. He's like in an emporium. I went and sat at the wrong table when I first came here. <laughs> there was a few other people with podcast equipment that I sat down with. Uh, no, I, I get, I, I'm guessing it's because I don't have as fair skin as um, usual people from Hong Kong. Yeah. Well, okay. Because they tend to don't like to be in the sun. Like they're the people that carry an umbrella. Yeah. In the sun. Yeah. So. I would give you. Uh, Chinese Harry Potter so you got like the sort of short hair short yeah. black hair the glasses 
Uh, you just need a lightning bolt. Yeah. You need to do Nick Kroll's song, uh, yeah. and that will then have the vein pop out I like think the lightning bolt. When Penny Wong becomes Prime Minister, ah. you can cash up with these dumb whiteys around us and yeah, go, yeah. yeah, I am Penny Wong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Penny Wong impersonator. <laughs> Penny Dunn Wong. Yes. <laughs> I'm the best poet, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. I, I am taller than my mum, though, so that's yes. one thing I'm proud of. Is she, what, I'm one not. quarter? She is nine. Yeah, right, okay. right. Go yeah. back a few steps. Did you say you're shorter than your mum? Yes, I am. That's yeah. fascinating. I'm taller than my dad. Ah. Oh, yeah. Lynn's taller than John. Lynn's taller than John. Yeah. That's About fascinating. Wow. A couple of inches. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this is we're learning in terms about learning about ourselves. We yeah. can learn that Josh really has a high complex. <laughs> <laughs> it's, only, it's only a new thing. I thought I was over it. And then I have very, very prominent racism. <laughs> um, like during the upcoming comedy festival show, just yes. make sure your stage. I don't know if you saw Daniel Sloss. Um, this year, no, it was at Acme, at Acme the cinema, and it was in cinema. So his stage was raised like ridiculously high, and everyone oh. was still really yeah. low because all the chairs were leaning back. So I just have to get that kind of stage. No, I think I have a very small stage this year, but it'll be fine. Are you allowed to say what venue? Yeah, I'm at Vic Hotel. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Well, the Acacia? Acacia. Not the one that we have to like, go outside. No, it's called the boardroom. Oh. I will live up to that promise. No. <laughs> uh, no. It's a new one. It's on the second level. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's where the couches used to be, where people used to sit uh, oh. wait for shows. Then. Actually, the hotel's put a new room there. It's a oh, wow. meeting room for the hotel, which is a 65-seater, oh. so it's going to be oh, fun. Ideal. Oh, yeah, right. Perfect. Right near the bar, people can grab a few drinks and then come to yeah. the show. Yeah. Joshua, uh, what's the show called? Talks. Yeah, there we go. I like the boardroom joke already. Yeah. She's, she put that uh, in. I'll put that in and say, and if any reviewers use it, you're hacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write you your own, you write your own me. I'm no good jokes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're all warmed up. Yeah. Oh, right. And you're <laughs> I all love, that. I like that. That was just a run-up. Wow. Um, let's get into the lives important question of the day. Nope. Uh, who wants to pick? I've got a bunch of questions in this bag. So. Go for it, Jill. All right, I'll go first. Uh... These are not laminated, so I'm They're already not. disappointed. I'm We've sorry. gone from like this high I level. I would if it was like laminated. It was like uh, pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Oh, we're going yeah. to yeah. Yay, finally got that question. Uh, I never got that question. So. I would reckon sometimes yes, sometimes no. Like uh, I, I'm not upset either way necessarily, yeah. but some, if I had to pick one, I would say nah, I'd avoid. But I've enjoyed but the pineapple. Still, uh, yeah. Look, I'm a fat guy who just loves pizza. I, I love used it. to be a fat guy. Yeah, I love it on pizza. Love it. You can break. And, and I know it's not traditional pizza, but my well, thing, I'd much prefer pineapple than potato on pizza. I know people like potato on pizza, but I'm like, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think oh, I'd rather pineapple. The first time I had pizza. potato on pizza, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And then carbs it's on like, carbs. yeah, it's like. Yeah. Just it's just getting it for the rosemary. That's all. Just have rosemary <laughs> on the base. <laughs> <laughs> That's you funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, yeah, you love it. Yeah. Is that your go-to slice of pizza if you had to go to the traditional? Well, this ones? is the good thing about having young kids because they've got very like plain taste, and so they like Hawaiian pizzas. They don't like salami and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I no get, yeah, I, I normally get quite salty, hot, so kind I, of the chili ones. Yeah. Whereas with kids, you just can't do that. It's not fair. And so we'll get one for me and Beck, and a pineapple one for them. Yeah. And then there's always left over, and so Beck yeah. and I are now both getting into oh, pineapple pizza is actually pretty good. Right, 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 yeah. right. I, mine's capriccio. 
salsa. I yeah. think oh, off the traditional nice. ones. Yeah. Because it's packed with flavor. You got a bit of anchovy, you got a bit of mushroom and ham. Yeah. What about you? Um, pineapple on pizza, I'm the same as you. Like, if it's, if it's there, great. Yep. Mm. I don't mind. Because growing up in Hong Kong, that was the go to pizza. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I never really minded it. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm here, um, with, you know, like on street there, um, try so many other pizzas, I'm like, if I can choose, I'm probably not going to order one with yeah. pineapple, but if someone else does, I don't mind having it. Um, but I do actually like potato on pizzas. Yeah. yeah. But only from one shop called Caprica in Carlton. Okay. Like okay. That's, that's the only... They do amazing pizzas. Yeah. Well, today's not my cheat day, but I feel like I now I need to try yeah. potato and pizza. Well, there, I have, I have, there's a place in uh, Thornbury called Pizza Farrow that do potato, but underneath the base, instead of tomato, it's uh, olive tapenade. Yeah. And that's really oh. good because it's just the olives. Ah. But I'll have that one. But you studied oh, Japanese. You like... Sorry. So you like the olive tapenade? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. You study Japanese. Yeah. Did you have you been to Japan? Uh, when I was little, yes. It's apparently they have the best pizza in the world. Yes, really? yeah. Netflix yeah. according to Netflix. Uh, according to forget his name, but there's a Netflix special yeah. show yeah. called Ugly Delicious. I, Alan Iverson's one. Da- he talks yeah, I think about the best. David Chang, I think, is the guy's oh, name. Okay. And he says, yeah, he's been all around. He says Japan do it the best. Yeah. Because they use the traditional, but they also make it modern and fresh, like they. So, yeah. in terms of pizza itself, though, someone blew my mind saying that. Pizza is not originally from Italy. It's like, yeah, some something Maybe. like like France or something crazy like that. But I guess it's the ones who take it and run with it and yeah, 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 yeah. perfect it. So. Yeah, and apparently traditional Italian pizza was three ingredients or something like that. You yeah. don't, you don't yeah. go more than that. It's like that's how it's meant to be. Yeah. You don't pack yeah. it with crazy amounts of flavor. But no, um, I'll send you the address to Capricorn and yep. then you can go to it on your Tuesday. So what do I need? Potato? I um, the potato. Potato pizza. They do do a really good mushroom one as well. Mm. Um, and the gnocchi is really good. Yeah. Well, I'm a bit fast and loose these days a little bit in terms of uh, my weight loss program that I'm on because I hit my lowest uh, since... 2000 I think it is Ooh, that's great and so I'm like oh yeah I can chill out but then at the same time like there's only three more weeks to go or four more yeah. weeks to go to Christmas so maybe I'll just keep yeah. you know yeah. maximize the, la- yeah. the remaining bit because this was all a New Year's resolution for me the weight loss that I've gone through which currently I'm up to 35 kilos or something like that that was all on New Year's yeah. Day going alright I'm going to change this around this year and yeah so it feels silly to then take the foot off the pedal now you've lost yeah. half of me yeah right <laughs> just in terms of the conversation got boring <laughs> Um, well, the shop is going to be there whenever you want to try. That's it. good. That's good, man. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Josie. I needed that psychological reset. Yeah, going, like it's not going to go away. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to go away. It's always going to um, unless they go bankrupt. But then it's, oh, just, it's just all right. Let's go back so. again. Oh, we're going back again. <laughs> just this is what a roller coaster. Do I pull one out now? Is um, that, is there is one. Yeah, I mean that was a really quick. Oh yeah. But, well, I feel like we were on the same page. Yeah. There's no one that really there, wants there to disagree. There are some people that are very like no pineapple. Yeah, and I don't yeah. like. I don't want people to be the, either way. Just you know, live and let live. Oh, okay. Would you rather always break into song instead of speaking, or talk in rhymes for the rest of your life? Oh, fascinating. Is your life going to be a musical? Disney or Eight Mile? Or a spoken word poetry <laughs> Uh Musical. I'm a, uh, um, it's an easy answer for me because I do... I don't like the people who do break into song a lot, uh, too often. Yeah. But if I had... My, my all-time favourite movie is My Fair Lady. Ah. Uh, so, you know, I think it's... 
It's understand. I can't think of a poetry movie. Did you see the musical when I was here? Yes, and I cried through it, the entire thing. I, I actually saw it when it was in Sydney. Uh, I was in Sydney and I was at the Opera House, yeah. and uh, it was a matinee show. So it was, everyone was over eighty plus me. So yeah. they looked really great, looking from the outside, just seeing just yeah. all these old people and one Sri Lankan man just crying. <laughs> I'm talking rhymes. Yeah. Instead of singing all the time. You just did it. <laughs> yeah. See? Because I sing song my songs anyway when I do gigs. Yeah, true. I mean, talk sing them anyway, yeah. so it's not like it's... Yeah, yeah I like... Uh, uh, yeah, so good. Maybe we could do a double act yeah. where the guy who... Like, maybe we could write a short sketch. I mean, I'm not gonna. But it'd be great if we wrote a sketch where there's one guy can always sing yeah. and one guy can only rhyme. Yeah. But then the singer is rhyming though, isn't it? Depending yeah. on what sort of song The only thing is, if you're always rhyming, you can never ask for an orange, orange. ever again. Well, there's, oh. Eminem would get very upset for you saying that because uh, then there's a whole rant of Eminem uh, on 60 Minutes uh, talking about how he gets frustrated by people who say you can't rhyme orange because obviously you can't rhyme the exact word, but you can rhyme sounds. Yeah. And then he goes into this thing about orange, four door inch, four inch. But then someone's looped that on YouTube and made him sound like he's in the middle. <laughs> and then someone on top of that has made a whole song out of it. And it, I just, I love the internet sometimes. Yeah. When yeah. those things happen, it's so good. Uh, I'd say Spread the Song because I'm a massive musical right. theater person. Did so. you go to My Fair Lady? I did. What did you think? I loved it. Yeah. Um, I went with my parents. My mom cried. <laughs> Music really takes over the yeah. emotions, doesn't it? Yeah. And I always love musicals so right. if I'm not spending money for the comedy festival I'm spending money at movies. oh interesting and I actually could restrict myself from spending too much yeah um, so yeah. does that mean me and Josh now have to really work hard to get you to come to see our shows next year <laughs> he's going if, fuck if Josie anyone, was my one lock each year <laughs> if anyone knows me well enough is that they will know that I already have my list of like <laughs> yeah, you, you do a, you do a big spreadsheet. It's yeah, great. I do. I do it without Ebony. Ebony, I was yeah. Massive but then I I remember when she moved away, and I was like, oh, well, there goes yeah. one. <laughs> I know, I know that feeling. I, I think I actually, I it was the first time I saw more shows that year. Oh, she was like, you have to do it for me as well. Yes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to see, uh, and I ended up seeing like 25 or... So you were the original uh, spreadsheet gig girl. She was. She was, right. Yeah. I had some other people who would come and see me from the very first year I was doing comedy, like 2005, and then they saw my show and they came back every year, and then they had kids, and I didn't see them for two years, and now only one of them comes, and it's like, oh. there's always like, oh yeah, you're great. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was that thing. Oh, yeah, they're the one coming. This is hard with the kids. So in a couple of years, hopefully they, yeah. they start the coming come back. Yeah, the kids. Yeah. Well, I'm I, doing kids shows. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love um, I love seeing the repeat faces because it also it really makes me work harder during the writing times. Because there's been some moments where I'd go, look, this bit from four years ago when only twelve people saw me is going to slot in so perfectly yeah. here. Yeah. I should just do it. But then I'm like, ah, fucking Josie saw it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like for, for someone who goes and see comedy shows, it's actually good to see, especially if it's a comedian that you enjoy, to see them each year if they have a new show. Yeah. It's the only way that you can actually see they've improved and right. how they've changed as well. You don't have to give specific names, yeah. but do you have a performer that you saw a few times in a row and then there was over time you just went, I think I've done following that person's journey? Oh. Uh... 
Or have you usually tended to pick ones that you like from the get go and then stuck with them? Uh, so far, there hasn't been anyone that's There's on my no drop list off. that's dropped off. Right. Yeah. Um, but there are, but there are ones that I'm like, if they do a new show, I'll go see. If not, or if, if even if they have a new show, but if I don't have time, right, like, right, they're right. not on the top of the list right before. right I mean more um, the ones that you kind of went after a while you went ah I'm over this yeah, like yeah. I'd be fascinated there, 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 there is one ah interesting cool cool and without again without any specifics what was it about the what changed um that comedian I think he, he got arrested the, on a plane no um, <laughs> <laughs> no he's um he's always on the top of my list yeah, yeah. and he knows it so um no it, that comedian changed the title of his show but the content was the same, same. Oh, yeah um, yeah, that's a real thing to there do. there was like one little bit, but the rest was... Right, yeah. right, right. I find that a real, um, uh, bit of a dishonest move, in a way. I don't mind people doing encore shows. Yeah. Okay, yeah, go yeah. for that. I, a, and what? I know people are busy, so I'm, like, I'm fine with you saying yeah. that I'm not doing a show this year, or I'm just doing a The same show as last year, yeah. Um, but don't Don't sell it as... And, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. when I first started, there the older guard who go, oh, you do 50 old, 50 new, and... Mm do it that way and I was like nah I don't want yeah. to do 50 old like I want to nah. do all new because I can write all new and that's the challenge that's it, that's and the also your audience yeah. is not going to come back a third year if they've gone oh well, we saw half of the last time anyway yeah. so yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay yeah. cool 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 very good I think that's fair I think that's fair especially that reason yeah. in particular is a good reason not to fool um, someone anymore. but yeah just so you guys know you both are on my list yay <laughs> look how needy we are as we said at the top of the show <laughs> next question uh, yeah I should ask one do you like oh uh, yeah <laughs> Which is worse, loud farts or loud burps in public? Oh, uh, can I go? Yeah, go for it. Farts! Yeah. Surely, like, it is yeah. like cool smell as opposed to garlic and it, onion. It's worse, but also I think it's a bit more involuntary. Like, whereas a burp is a real... You can hide a burp easier. If it's a loud burp, you're going, all right, I'm really getting this out there. So you're making a decision to go, I'm going to burp loudly. So it's ruder well, in it's, that sense. Yeah. It's a bit more I mean, more it's, it's both are bad. Aggressive, yeah. And I know which one I'd rather be standing next to. I'd yeah. rather be standing next yeah. to a burp because you're like, oh, well. But the fact that the person, if they've loudly fired it, like, could have been a mistake. Oh, okay, Whereas if they've loudly so, burped, they've gone, I'm making a decision here so to burp know, loud. In, right. In a one-off situation, if some, you know, you'd rather be near the accidental burper, uh, the farter than the burper because yeah. of that idea that the burper could have censored themselves, yeah. controlled yeah. it. But in a lifetime of a serial farter in public versus a serial burper, yeah. you'd go serial burper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm uh, stuck on the tram and someone's loud yeah, and yeah. I, I, I wish they burped. Right. <laughs> but if I'm talking to someone and all of a sudden they just burp really loudly. Like, I wish they farted. Wish they, well, at least it's gone the other way. <laughs> what about you, Josie? Uh, I say burp just because of the smell. Yeah. But then there's also that theory that, you know, the louder the fart, Less is, that a, is that is that an accurate theory? I, I don't think that's. No. Yeah, this I don't think that's actually a fact. I found out the other day that if you eat chewing gum, you're more likely to fart. Do you know this? Oh, because you swallow more air? Yeah, because your body thinks, because you're chewing, your body thinks you're eating. So it's getting ready. Ah. And so it's got all these it's gases the and stuff, but then right. it's got nothing there. So it has to take it out. So you yeah. you feel a bit stop eating gum. When you're chewing gum. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's what, that's what it is. Yeah. But you know what you can do to fix that? Shut chewing gum up your ass. Yeah, no. <laughs> Drink bitters. You burp more. <laughs> you, 
drink bitters. If you go, like, you know, like you yeah. get lemon bitters, yeah. just drink a little bit of that in water and you're no longer bloated. Is that? So how much are we talking? Because bitters in a lemon lime bitters very like a couple of drizzles. Yeah. Just so that, drizzle that just in that water? water? Yeah. Really? Angostura or whatever it's called. Angostura, the, the brand of yeah. bitters. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how much it would cost you, but... For anyone who's listening can verify this for me. Apparently, because Angostura has even a, like a tiny, like a trace of alcohol, alcohol. Yeah. Uh, you might, if you're on your pee plates and you need to be zero, you might potentially... Only... I think only if you've just drunk it and then right. yeah. Right, right, right. Because I remember going on a, it was the world's, it was the longest, no, shortest lunch up at the wineries. It was like you just go from one winery to the other and yeah. you've got a, got a wine glass and there's food up everywhere you go. Yeah. And everywhere they had, they had the breathalyzers. And I had like three wines and went, oh, I'll have a go on the breathalyzer and blew zero. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's, this is over like, because I was driving, mm. this is over like, Two hours. I thought, oh, yeah. three hours maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. So three hours, three wines. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting. Always that the rough guide is two drinks in your two standard drinks in your first hour, and then one drink per hour afterwards, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but of course, it changes from person to person. Yeah. Right. Speaking of alcohol, do you still don't drink alcohol? Yeah. No, I've been off drugs since yeah. uh, about two and a bit years now. So I, I wanted to ask, mm-hmm. kind of, what motivated you and how do you do it? Because I'm thinking of um, not drinking. Right. What motivated me to quit drink, or what yeah. made me to quit drinking in the first yeah. place? I was just getting really drunk and messy and just being gross. And I, and in terms of staying motivated off it, it's because I keep reminding myself of how gross I can get if I go off the rails. That I just that keeps me yeah. off it because I still definitely miss moments of it. Like I, I, I know my moments when I really miss alcohol. It's when I'm in like a body of water, like a pool, yeah. or the ocean, or I used to love shower beers. I used to love drinking beers in the shower. I'm never. Uh, ever done that. Oh, it's like, I, I learned it from like, in uni when you get ready for a party and you just have the pre-drinks, you play a bit of, you know, yeah. um, beer pong or whatever, and then while they're getting ready, you have a little, uh, I love a shower beer, because it's hot water with a cold drink. Love it, even as I'm saying it now, I'm like, oh man, I miss a shower beer. Um, so I'll have those moments, grand final, there's another one, my team Hawthorne from the AFL football club, they um, they won three in a row, and I would go so hard on those grand final days in terms of alcohol, that the first year that I sobered up was the first year that they won in. Which I actually think maybe that's why they haven't won since because yeah, I quit yeah. drinking. But um, they uh, that was a tough day for me to sit at, like in a grand final party and not be drunk because it's just a, for me it's a, the the ritual yeah. of alcohol is a lot of what I miss. Um, but yeah, that's that keeps me off track. That keeps me on on track rather. So what makes you feel? Why are you linking leaning towards potentially not drinking? Um, I think because I'm currently on long service leave from work. And thinking back now, I've been drinking with my friends or sometimes, sometimes like just with one other person, um, almost every second day after work. And, and as an, as an now Australian, I will say, so what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, like afterwards, cause I, cause I drink beer. Yep. And so I do feel bloated afterwards. And also I, my face breaks out a lot more. Yeah. Um, and so I've had three months off and, my face looks a lot better. Yeah, um, right. So you've had three months off drinking now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. And uh, how do, how are you? Have you found a, a difference in your wanting to drink? Are you? Is it becoming easier or is it harder? Because the reason I ask that is because for me, yeah. the first few weeks were fine. It was almost like I was happy to take some time off because yeah. I was so messy yeah. towards the end. And then what happened is the closer, uh, so I quit in August, and the closer we got to December around Christmas party, parties, yeah. the weather was getting warmer and, you know, spleen Christmas party, crab lab Christmas 
party, all these things. I'm like, oh, this is where I usually hang out and get drunk with my mates, and now I have to drink soda water and go home early. Yeah, you know. Uh, so for me, I found it. It got. It was easy at first, but then got harder and yeah. harder, and then it became easy again. I, I feel like I will know the answer to that um, when I have my work Christmas party, which is mm. in mid December. Yep. Um, and then the office closure where we all go for drinks. Well. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's when, because I have friends, I I love them to bits, but um, they are people who love to buy drinks yeah. for people. You, you um, work with Milan. <laughs> I have two Milans in my office. <laughs> um, no, so God, that's the end of the world. That, that's the hard part, um, I think, because I have I find it difficult to say no to people. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, Peer pressure side of things. Yeah. I mean. yeah, okay. And also culturally, it's kind of like oh, it's rude. They're off, like you know, they're they're getting something for you kind of thing. Yeah. Like, that, that, that side of your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's so, interesting. So I don't know. I would say yeah. Look, it's a, the f- and also I noticed that say there's a reason you decided to do something, whether it's quit drinking, uh, you know, reduce the use of the phone, whatever your addiction is, sugar, you know, porn, whatever it is. The further you go away from the the, the reason that you motivated you to do in the first yeah. place, the less that reason seems like a big enough problem. Like I wasn't that bad, was yeah. I? Surely yeah. I can have a little bit, and then it becomes harder. But then it's just a tipping point. How are you finding it to bring it back to where we were at the start of this conversation? How are you in your change of personality? The more alcohol, like, do you find yourself becoming I'm less a, self-conscious? And, yeah. yeah, so I'm a lot more talkative when I like the more I drink. Yeah, um, obviously worse slurs, but. Um, yeah, but like I can carry Racial on slurs? A- Is that what you said? The drunker you get? No, just words. Right, right, right. General words. I found that when I first um, started drinking in like Melbourne Uni and stuff yeah. like that, that, you know, I, I was so scared about the difference between my sober self and my drunk self. My sober self was quite quiet and, you know, very polite. My drunk self was big and loud yes. and obnoxious. And then I realized, look, I don't think I'm going to stop drinking. I love this thing called alcohol. So what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to make my sober self as annoyingly obnoxious as the drunk self so that the people don't notice how varied I become. I could try that. Yeah. But having said that, I am trying to maybe maybe reduce the amount of drinks and then slowly not go cold turkey straight away because I feel like that's probably the one way that I'll probably just move it. River yeah, back is cold yeah. turkey? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that will definitely work for some people. Uh, for me, uh, it was like that method didn't work because yeah. I don't think I'd ever had between three to ten drinks. So either I'd stop at yeah. like two or three mm-hmm. or it became ten plus. Yeah. Yeah. That middle pocket never existed. Say four to ten, let's say. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was much easier to go zero and never yeah. again than to say have a little bit. and then Because for me, the other problem with have a little bit is that the brain that agrees that I'm going to stop on at four drinks isn't the same brain that's operating at the fourth rank yeah. Yeah. yeah well I'll let you know in December whether yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> but I've made it or not um cool so that's the end of the discussion yeah that was fun we went on very, a lot of tensions yeah I hope it's not too long or no too long. no <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah sadly all fun must come to an end mm. but before we finish there's this one last thing that I like to do um it's something called gratitude it's something I learned from my work mm. and we do it at the end of each week um Basically, we answer one question each again, but the questions are a bit different. They are designed to make you reflect and think of things that you, you're grateful for for the past week or um, for the past month or anything like that or even the past day. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're going to do now to end the episode on a positive note. Sweet. 
So again, pick a card. You can shuffle it if you like. Um, no, they're not in any order. Yeah. <laughs> to begin with, so. Yeah, I'll just take the next one. Cool. So, and this time we'll just answer our own. Oh, oh, you guys no. want to answer? Yeah. Josh. All right. My question is, what is something you'd like to learn but never got the chance? Piano. Interesting. I have a piano in my house. My wife plays piano. Right. I just don't know how to play it. Yeah. And you think I just learn just one song. Just yeah. learn one song. But no, I don't know. It. Don't know how to play. It. Interesting. And so I like how you said you never had the chance though. Do you feel like you never had the chance? Well no, I never grew up with a piano. My parents didn't really value any music lessons in our house. So right. I yeah. Too busy, my parents. Yeah. What about now? What if you allocated every Sunday? I guess you suppose you've got two kids, you gotta I've got two kids, I've got two podcasts, yeah. I've got to write You got two podcasts? Yeah, I'll tell you about it later. And what? I've, got, uh, I've got another one. Bombshell. I've got another one. No, it's been basketball. No, it's, I've announced it on the podcast before. Uh, and um, yeah, two jobs as well. Yeah, so that's a plus, hard time. Plus doing comedy. Plus, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I suppose that'd be true. Um, and there's so many good TV shows on Netflix. You know what? I feel like I'm. It's <laughs> right. I feel like I'm co-opting your answer, but it would be um, guitar for me, I guess, in a way. Like, I would love... I, but then having said that, I can... I you did play learn, guitar, yeah. I, play, I can do yeah. basic chords and stuff like that. But in terms of a skill that I wish I... Oh, and maybe I would drawing. I would uh, love yeah. to be able yeah. to draw. Like, a, not not painting. For some reason, the messiness of uh, yeah. colours yeah. annoy me. Like but sketching. Sketching, like just a pen and paper. Yeah. And, like, I was uh, meeting our friend, uh, Jason Chatfield, in London... Um, uh, who is the cartoonist for Ginger Max? He and also he does cartoons, cartoons for Mad Magazine. Mad as Magazine, well. the New Yorker now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's in London. We haven't seen each other in a while. And I was running 10 minutes late. But in the time that I took to show up, he had drawn a caricature version of me. Yeah. And it was just filled me with so much delight that he was able to do that in 10 minutes. So yeah. I guess that would be. Um, I'll change my answer to the drawing thing. Drawing. And maybe learning how to do impressions. Oh. I'd love that. Yeah. Um, not so much learn, but I would love to be able to do bungee. Yeah, right. Not so much learning, yeah, but just... Yeah, yeah. You just feel like the opportunity I, wasn't yeah. there. Well, I'm, I'm petrified of heights, so that's ah. what's preventing me from... Only half of bungee jumping is high, though. The other half is low. <laughs> It gets lower. Yeah, then it gets higher again. Then it gets That's lower. That's very funny. Um, the, but also, I suppose this comes back to the start about pushing yourself out of your comfort yeah. zone. You go, well, what's the purpose of this? Do you really give a shit enough to yeah. want to face your fear of heights? Yeah. Or is oh, it yeah. like you're happy with being with heights? Yeah. How um, are you with flying? Flying, I'm fine. So, yeah, I found um, that people with height issues, doesn't flying doesn't necessarily yeah. no, be the uh, same. Yeah. Yeah. Some, something that's like for me in terms of my height fear is have you been to Princess Theatre? Yes. yes. The Grand Circle, the top Oh, okay. Because the last time when I went and saw something, and I was, I don't know why, but I said yes to my friend saying, let's sit in the grand circle. I'm like, sure. Yeah. As I walked down, I was hugging the usher. Uh-huh. I was, was so it that scared walking down. Yeah. Yeah. And walking up was fine because I wasn't looking down. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, intermission, went to the toilet, came back, like, I do not think it's correct to walk down by myself now. So, yeah, right. Yeah. There was no usher there. No. And, like, all, like, really long escalators. Yeah. Like, I would be clutching to the... And I, will, I wouldn't even be turning my head and looking back. What about Parliament Station, The when you're going down the escalators, yeah, that, that one? one. Yeah. yeah. Oof, brutal. It's cool, that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my question doing? is, name three things you are grateful for. I am, for starters, grateful for something as basic as uh, being able to talk and speak in like this podcast situation right now. That's always something I forget to think about, the different things that we abilities that we have to take for granted because I have these moments that once in a while if I'm feeling really down 
uh, like can't post towards feeling really sad, I will actually sit down and write um, things that I'm grateful for. Yep. Uh, because even in your darkest times, you can dig deep to find something that actually is kind of going well. And my number one is always, oh, I'm glad I have the ability to write this list out. Yeah. So that starts the ball rolling for me. So that'll be my first one in terms of that. Grateful for that. I am grateful for, um, I guess, mates to chat to and have like an interesting conversation like we are right now. I really like that we this this hour and a bit that we spent together has been really fun. It's a nice thing to be able to do. I think a lot of people might not have that opportunity to talk to interesting people. So that's I, I pretty grateful. I also think that people forget to have this random conversation with friends because yeah. they always end up asking how's work. Yeah. And how's the children and all that, but they right. don't go, well, obviously it's a bit random because they'll do like pineapples on yeah. but it's yeah. that kind of chat. Um, and I am grateful for Spotify because there's been some really great mood changes for me recently thanks to Spotify. In fact, Josh, you will be part of the conversation because um, I hit up Josh Earl about a year ago asking him if he had to narrow down his top five favorite albums of all time, which ones would he be, which ones would they be? And thanks to Spotify, I was able to quickly track them down. Yeah. And um, now uh, I think I want to start on Billy Bragg's... What's it called? Uh, ah, so there's Back to Basics. Back to Basics is the one you gave me. Yeah. So you gave me Back to Basics, Billy Bragg. For those who don't know, it would have yeah. been that. Kanye West, uh, My Twisted Dark, Beautiful Fantasy. McCloskey do Dallas, very rocky. Uh, and uh, Pixies. Pixies, yep. Uh, and what else did I give you? And there was... Uh, I can tell you, if you keep talking, I'll just go right. through yeah. my list there. Okay, uh, I'm very grateful that I'm doing something that... It- I told 14-year-old me I'm doing it, I'd be yeah. very happy with. Yeah. yeah. Which is something I always have to remind myself, even when you go, you know, yeah. shit gigs or opportunities didn't come that you thought they would. You go, oh, you know what, if I was 14 and someone said, oh, what you're going to be doing is living in Melbourne and you're going to be doing comedy and knowing cool yeah. people, you'd be like, yeah, I'll take that. Um, I'm grateful that my family is all happy and healthy. Yes. And I'm grateful that I have all my hair. Oh, wow. That's a great one to be grateful for. Don't look at me as you said that. I'm (laughs) starting to worry about... Yeah, but I feel like since... For those listening at home that can't tell, I have started to grow my hair out since the start of the year and I'm noticing more, like... uh, Breakages or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but that's just because the is longer. Yeah. But I'm since then really like, oh, I can't see my scalp a bit more now. Oh, my forehead's bigger. It's, I think it's exactly the same. You ever had female flatmates? I have a shower, wash the hair, and there's so much hair in the drain. Mm-hmm. They're not going bald. No, I never noticed that. But anyway, uh, the album was Modern Lovers. Oh, the Modern Lovers. Of course, I'm going to get that tattooed on my arm soon. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's your first tattoo, right? Yeah, it'll be my first only tattoo I'm going to get. Wow. That's my Christmas present I'm getting to myself. Where? What's the, what's the tattoo? Is it like uh, the album thing? Yeah, the like, album I'm looking at it. It's. Um, it's, it's like a yeah. heart. It's yeah. a circle. Without the writing. The... Ah. Oh. So no writing on so it. There you go, Josie. Oh, nice. So it's right. just going to be there. Really? Yeah, on my forearm. Oh, my God. You yeah. could not be more Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking triple oh. R. <laughs> uh, what are you see, grateful for, Josie? Uh, three things. Um, able to see. Even yeah. though I'm short-sighted, just being able to see everything. Right, right. Um, grateful that I've had two dogs. Well, I have had one, one past, but I still have one with me. Yeah. And same as you, like my family and my friends are all relatively yeah. healthy yeah. and still around, so I can hang with you. Mm. Uh, yeah. 
uh, quickly my one before Jill has to go to whiskey. Oh, yeah. Um, what I'm is grateful the, for you being on uh, track of time. What is your favorite sound? Uh, sound of rain. Oh, oh beautiful. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a good Lying one. in bed. Yeah. Rain is so good. See, that's not where my brain went just straight away. But since you said that, I have this app on my phone called Calm, which is like a meditation yeah. sort of yeah. app. But there's also a list of like random sounds that you can play. And there's a rainforest sound. There's like snowing, uh, fireplace. But my one that I love to nap to is the sound of the ocean. Yeah, so I guess that would be one. But the original answer I was going to go with is it sounds so corny and dumb, but uh, babies laughing. Yeah, for me, there's a bunch of YouTube clips of uh, kids just losing their yeah. shit laughing, yeah. and I genuinely feel so thrilled. Well, when I, I was going to say that about my own kids laughing. Right, yeah. that's right. great. I do like the sound at the start of Netflix that. And that's my youngest son's Henry. That's his favorite sound. Like he even said, he goes, I love that sound yeah. so much, which is, he's got to cut screen time. If, yeah. <laughs> I like the sound of shoes on hardwood floors squeaking. And I think that might be a basketball thing growing up. Ah. Like and probably I get very excited at the MCG when the siren goes for the game. That yeah. is a sound. It's like, oh, that's, oh, I like that. I'm yeah. excited. Really? Yeah. See, the siren at the AFL for me has a lot of mixed oh, feelings. Because so many clothes. Yeah. So many. No. I thought, I thought you were going to say growing up and your school shutting down to have a siren going off and you're going to go I was about to talk about Geelong was a Hawthorne. We had so many close games, and that bomb always just scares me. Yeah, I was me. thinking more the you bombers. Went you went straight kind of to You went to World War Two. How old do you think I am? Where do you think I grew up? Well, you were telling me that you didn't have you didn't, we didn't have six five months of six months of no school because yeah. of the air raids or the no no not air raids. There were just threats into the school that yeah. they might attack school. So we had six months off. So I watched a lot of Baywatch, and I think that really <laughs> messed me up for life. That's my favorite sound. That's my favorite sound. Tin the Tool Man Telegram. Actually, I was going to say, when you said the Netflix thing, it reminded me of, does this resonate with you? If I went, EA Sports. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah, let's go. That's it. Thank you so much for having us, Josie. So that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Um, before we go, Deal, anything you'd like to plug? Yes, I'd love to plug my uh, show next year, which is called Cheat Days. Uh, I'll be playing at various cities that will be announced on comedy.com.au. That's probably the best way to find all the details, but at the moment I can confirm Perth uh, and Melbourne and Sydney. Great. And if you've never seen Deal before, just go and see him. He is really funny, and I'm not saying that because... Um, I'm right here. Not because he's right here and I know him, but <laughs> he's generally just really funny. Thank you. And your podcast? Oh, shit, yeah. Fitbed podcast with uh, Ben Lomas and I. It's a uh, podcast where we talked about a bet that we had where well, the first one of us to get under 100 kilos uh, wins $1,000. Uh, the short answer is spoilers. I went to Thailand and Ben went to Mildura for a holiday. So let's see. That should give you an idea of who won the bet. Uh, and Josh? I am doing a show next year in the Melbourne Comedy Festival called Talks, which you mentioned earlier, at the Vic Hotel. Uh, for details of that, go to joshow.com.au. And my podcast, Don't You Know Who I Am, uh, is out every Thursday, where I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. And that's also a iTunes, Spotify, and joshua.com. you got a Christmas AU. show coming up? I have a Christmas show coming up at the Catfish. Woo! All the money raised goes to the Indigenous Literacy Foundation, uh, which is a great organisation that gets uh, books to Indigenous communities. And, uh, yeah, so kids can actually read some books in their own language. 
Nice one. So, yeah, um, Josh, again, yeah, go and see his show. Um, he's actually the first comedian outside of, like, big names like Adam Mills and Will Anderson. That what are you I, saying? I'm not a big name? No, no that, that, <laughs> I, that I went to see. I remember. You saw, <laughs> me, at, you saw me at Adam Hills tonight. I did. Yeah, that was I awesome. Did. And then I went and see, I saw your solo show. Yeah, yeah well, right. The first one you would have seen was Love Songs Dedication. Was that the show? Yes. Yeah, yeah, small. Yeah. Oh, I kind of, yeah, the order of me seeing your shows were the other It was all that, yeah. yeah. But I did, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw all of them in there. Yeah. Pretty sure. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now you made me think about which was my first non like big like you know ma- non- mainstream yeah, yeah. man because the first ever was Husey and then immediately after was uh, uh, Will Anderson yeah so I have a very clear memory of that but I don't remember who the first hunter oh maybe Thornton yep maybe Dave Thornton because I saw him do a spot at a uh, yeah. Melbourne Uni he was at you know in the Union House yeah that uh, that uh, recreation room it was Dave Thornton and saying. Uh, and Sammy J headlining. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I reckon that was maybe Thorner might have been the first person I might have yeah. checked out. The first time I saw you was in Acme, the King, Kings Oh, the yeah. King's Island. The one with the toilets. Yeah, with the... Someone flush, you can hear it. Yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. seater. Yeah, I saw yeah. that yeah. show. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you fell asleep during it. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no. I think you did because no. it, it was a late night I had to do an extra show no I, I, went, I went to the earlier show oh okay you did, you did like it a was 5 o'clock show maybe but I, 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 I have a memory of you well, you know what it looked like you were sleeping because it, no. it was bleachers no I'm sure I talked to you about this as no, well no there's no way I fell asleep in your show okay maybe it was the year after <laughs> no way <laughs> thank um, you everyone thank you until uh, next time I'm Josie your awkward head of host stay awkward stay awesome bye bye